Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another side of High Top Sports in the studio with my main man, Steven Chad. What's going on, big dog? How are we doing? Big boy, how are you doing? You look, you look almost, almost spruced up today. How are you I, feeling today? I, I'm looking sharp. I've got a, a baby photo shoot here that I'm going to go do here in just a minute after we... We shoot live, but uh, we've got some Gator football to go over. we got some SEC football to go over. We've got the AP poll to go over. we got a lot of news to break down after this crazy Saturday we, that we just had, and that rolled into Sunday. We'll talk about a, a little bit of NFL. The Jaguars disappoint again, which is very frustrating to see. But mm. we got to break down Florida. Florida had a great game today in some areas. Some areas suddenly an improvement. But as a Florida fan, you should be jazzed up for what we saw. So we'll go over that. We'll go over the second team, and we'll break it all down. But... I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited for the show today, and I'm excited again for what Florida uh, put on the field today and, and for that Mizzou game we've got coming up here uh, in the week. But before we get into that, let's say hey to the chat, and then we'll uh, we'll get this bad boy rolling. Uh, Kevin McCurley, what's going let's on, baby? It. Go Gators. Caitlin, what's up, baby? Dominic, let's go, baby. Scott, O2 hey, oh, Muddy says, my Jags just gave the game to the Eagles. They sure did. I, I was just cussing uh. on the TV screen before I walked in here. Uh, I was very frustrated. Christian David, what's going on, man? How we doing? Welcome to the stream, big dog. And that's all we got for now. So we'll say we'll get we'll catch back later and see how everybody's doing. Uh, but first things first, obviously we got to break down the game that we just witnessed here uh, over the, uh, about three hours ago: Florida versus uh, East Washington University. First off, their five nine quarterback can sling it from Eastern Washington. My goodness, that guy can sling the football. Um, he was tearing us up and up and down the football field today. Uh, I think first team once they kind of got their they're comfortable, they looked good. Uh, Ar looked. AR was exciting to watch today. That's the AR that we know and love. That's the AR that I think we remember from last year coming in late in the game, just being explosive, just slinging some darts. I get it. It's very easy to say, like, it's a crappy team and it's it's Eastern Washington. I understand that, but let's let's pay attention to the the details, right? I mean, of course, he had all day because the O line just that much is that much better. I totally get all these things. But again, guys are running the routes. I mean, it wasn't like they were blown coverages. I mean, he was throwing good passes, good like 60 yep. to 70 yard passes, which to me is very, very encouraging, as well as Jalen Kitna. The guy was slinging the football. And I love that. I, I, you could tell, like, I mean, typically you would see when you start blowing a team out, the, the winning team, you start to run the ball. Florida had a different game plan. Like, we're out here to get guys figured out. I Like, the scoreboard doesn't matter. We're not here to blow you out. This is, a, this is meaningful for us, too. We've got to get this dialed in. And so we're just we're playing football the entire time, which I enjoyed watching. Uh, Lorenzo Lingar got a touchdown. Give it up for the boy Let's there, go, baby. A good Atta, baby. A, a good little a big run. A big run. It's like a good like fifteen uh, touchdown touchdown run. Now here's Atta what I boy, saw. Though. Here's what I saw. I know it was probably it was later in the game. Eastern Washington a little tired. Totally get that. But here's what I saw. It's the 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 difference from uh, Montreal, Naquan, Trevor, and Lorenzo. Isn't this wide range that like uh, Etienne and, and Montreal are this that much better than Lorenzo? I think they are a little bit better, but Lorenzo looked good. I think it's simply the fact that these are my guys that I'm going to have for the next two to three years. It's like it's almost as if Lorenzo is just a, a day late and a dollar short, and it sucks. Like, it's just wrong place, wrong time. Injuries got in the way, and he wasn't able to get it done. But I mean, the kid's good. I mean, the kid, the kid looked explosive. He wanted, to, he did not want to come off the field, which I loved. Um, and it's just like, hey, look, do I take the time to to put this guy in where he's not going to give us that much more of an advantage, and or do I invest in these younger guys where, sure, they might have some errors where they're going to struggle, but I know that they're going to be caught up pretty quickly. And I think that's what it is. And look, it sucks for Lorenzo. It's it, but it's just it's business. It's kind of where we're at. Is what it seemed like. 
Yeah, look, we we talked about it a little bit when uh, when in the previous season where uh, Billy was moving from Louisiana to Florida, but he was also bringing a running back with him who yeah. understood his offense, who understood his blocking schemes. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know that sounds silly, but that those those are the little things that it takes for a running back to be completely functional in, in your offense. Um, but but so he had an inherent guy that he thought was going to be his his transitional running back into his system. For sure. Um, look, it's, it's easy to say that like these other guys, you know, are are out, out playing uh, Lorenzo. But look, you give the guy a shot. It, it, even against the FSU game last year, he made a tackle. You know, on on special teams, he'll do whatever you want him to do. Like sure. we're both huge uh, Lorenzo fans here, so uh, but the, the the fact that that he was able to get out there, get an opportunity, and then show it is great. Agree, and I, 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 I love. Can't it. be happier for the kid. Yeah, yeah. I think that was I was freaking out, bro. It was we were already up, but I was so pumped <laughs> to see. I even tweeted. I said it's my it's my top Gator moment of the year because again, it's more of a, just a personal connection with the kid. We you know that he's been grinding yeah. and he ran hard all game. I mean, he had his opportunity and he took it. Uh, Caitlin, I, when he was in, she was like, "You look more stressed during this game than like other games." I was like, "Yeah," because I want Lorenzo to get to get the ball. I, I, I want Zoe. I, I want the kid out. to eat. Yeah, like <laughs> let this kid eat. So. Uh, it was good to see that, but here's what I, here's here's the two takeaways. My two big takeaways, and we'll kind of break down the two. Florida's offense, as if you're a Gator fan, you should be ecstatic. Again, I know it's Eastern Washington. I, I it look. Let's take that away. I I don't care about that because the point is the play calling looked good. Everybody looked comfortable. There was great passes made. And here's the thing: Kitten made some mistakes in the in the press conference. They're like, "Hey, are you going to sleep better knowing that you have some great backup?" And he goes, "I think we've learned our lessons. We shouldn't be doing this. Like, let's not be crowning these kids too soon." Because Kitten did make some poor decisions. He really did. He had a rollout play where he should have thrown a suitor to Etienne on a fourth and two, and. And also, Trevor made an error as well, too, where instead of going north and south, he tried to make a play. No, just get to two yards, right? But if uh, Kitna would have just tossed it a little bit sooner, that probably wouldn't have been there. But it almost like he was trying to be a playmaker versus just, hey, just just get the two yards. I don't need you to be a playmaker right now. Um, right. Anthony looked very comfortable. He looked like he was having fun. Shorter stepped up, made some great plays. Zipper starting to get more involved with the offense. These are the things that I, I spoke I to. Yeah, when I spoke pick, to FSU, pick, pick that kid earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When pick, I spoke about FSU with with four starting off early, right, with those those lesser end teams, it's good for the confidence building. And I think honestly, even though you lost to Wake Forest, I think that game was much closer than it would have been if it was earlier in the season. I I really do. The first four games you guys had to be able to build that and get the guys confidence and comfortable, it showed against Wake Forest. I think honestly, in Wake Forest, you got out coached. I think that Wake Forest coaching and their system is just so well put together. Agreed. That they're so underrated for the fact that they're not higher higher ranked is beyond is crazy to me. It's just because they're not flashy football, but they've got a phenomenal just system. I don't, do I think they can get it done? It's, it's it's ridiculously good. I mean, they 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 run a three three five offense or a defense, um, but the but they still crowd the box. They it, it's it's it took everything that FSU does well away. Like yeah. there, there, there was no, there was no RPO game at least, and if they were trying to protect Travis, it looked like that might be the case. But the RPO game with with Travis keeping and sweeping, he had opportunities. It just looked like they were trying to, but to 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 Wake Forest 
credit. Like, and I, I will not take anything away. That I even said it early in the Discord in the first quarter. This is the most frustrating offense ever to it's try brutal. to play against because you don't know what to do. It's hard like, to prepare there for, that. for five seconds trying to figure it out. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. And there's no there's no offense to 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 scheme against. Like, sure. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost like the the Georgia Tech wishbone that they ran uh, under Paul Johnson. Uh, you know, you just you don't play another team like that. Sure. Um, so, so, but like, yeah, great well, game uh, by Wake Forest. We'll get into that too. I don't want to. I want to kind of keep the segments. I kind of got. I got. I, I. I led into that. So that was my fault. But offensively, fault. the quarterback room is good. I mean, because Jack Miller didn't even play. So there's Jack Miller, Kitna, Marcus Stokes is coming in next year. Look, AR leaving or not, it's going to be up for grabs. I really think that him staying is becoming more and more likely. So that's great. Again, the running back room looks just full of talent, which is exciting. Stacked. The yeah. wide receivers, um, I can't think of the the gentleman's name that uh, Kitna was balling out to. Uh, Douglas, Payday, Payday Douglas. He had some great plays, and he's made some huge progress as well. I didn't see Arlos Birdingham, that, who's our, our tight end, our big recruit that we got this year. I didn't see him out there. I know he's been dealing with some injuries. I was I was hoping to see him play. Uh, Jaquavion Frazier's Frazier, obviously, that was kind of like my dark night. He's so he's he's still growing. So, or then we're getting obviously the Aiden Mazels and those guys coming in from this coming season. So that 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 area is going to get a little better. But the O line, Rob Sell and the O line is doing a phenomenal job. I think that if we can't if we can't pull more recruits for the O line, I'm going to be shocked because that looked phenomenal. Defensively was where I, my biggest concern was. Kamari Wilson looked good. I mean, he had some you know some growing pains that he had to go through. But the guy is is guy's a hitter. Guy's a, guy's a stud. Love seeing him out there. Dewan Black played for a little bit. Uh, we talked about earlier in the week he was left off, but it, apparently it was, in, it was un, un, unintentional. He wasn't meant to be left off. He got some playing time. Then he got hurt. When I was watching him play, I wasn't really impressed. Uh, the few times that he did play, it was almost like he would kind of quit early, and that's probably what they're seeing in practice is why the guy's not kind of getting the starts. Uh, Printon Cox made some good plays early. The D-line, obviously, was that's where the depth you can kind of see go away a little bit. Uh, the DBs got torn up. They got torched. That's a big, big uh, point of emphasis, I think, with this coming season and next year that we've got to focus on. And honestly, to me, it's it's starting to look more like the play calling. The play calling on defense is very vanilla. It's very prevent preventative defense. Which, if you if your players aren't there, you can. It's it's just we're getting torn up with five and six yard plays, and it's just that was kind of where I was getting frustrated. Was and then when we would go for the home run, it was at the wrong time. And again, that's starting to me. It's starting more look like Patrick Tony situation. Now there was some blown cover coverages and bad tackles from the from the DBs and cornerbacks. That was a part of it too, which obviously those things kind of add up. But right now the right. defense seems to me like it's kind of a mess. And could it be because Billy is you know co calling with Rob Sell on the offensive side that he's not able to focus on the defensive side as much? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We, we've got to get ready for Mizzou. Obviously, we saw what, what Mizzou did with with Georgia, which we're gonna we're gonna break down the Mizzou versus Georgia game here in a little bit. I have some hot thoughts on that, um, but I think the Mizzou game is gonna be exciting. I'm actually excited to get back to the the SEC play and 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 put us up against the wall here, and we'll break obviously that down more come Wednesday. But this this made me feel really good. Again, I know we anticipated a win. For us to put up 52 points, I was really impressed with that. We, we, we put them up quickly. We had 35 going into halftime, which was exciting. I think we could have put up – We obviously, we could have put up a lot more with the starting guys in, in, in play. So, look, we should be doing that. We should expect to do that, obviously. But if you when you're really starting to break down the X's and O's and the player development, you're, you're looking for smaller things, and those, those things to me checked off. Go ahead, Steve. No, uh, so the one thing I will say, you, you beat them. You beat them. That that was a great win. 
I think the more important focus of this game should be the fact that you haven't had a game yet. You're what what you're on your fifth game of the year. Yeah. You haven't had a game to 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 be loose. Sure. To play to play, you know, your second string, your your backups. To take you some, know, every to take some game bombs that down the had, field. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Just, just, just play with with a, a you know some fluidity and and be a little bit more risk and you know uh, like tolerant. Like just chuck it. Who sure. cares, right? I mean, we feel confident that we're going to win this game. You haven't had that. I mean, the gauntlet of Utah, Kentucky, you even USF like came out and and in in the first quarter, you realize that's going to be a bit of, a bit of a slugfest, right? Sure. So these these games haven't given you. The opportunity to have, you know, one of those, you know, directional schools that, that you get to get out there and just kind of go through almost a simulated practice. Sure. So this was finally your opportunity to get out there, run through your plays, run through your motions, just be able to see what your depth can do. Um, take me get get some guys in there um, in situational um, opportunities. You get you guys haven't had that. This is a big game. I think a lot bigger than what the score was. Everybody knew that you were going to beat Eastern Washington, but this is an opportunity that Florida hasn't had up to now to be able to get out there and just play a little bit loose and a little bit fluid. You've had you've had to honestly go nose to nose with every team up to now. So this is this is this is the way that most teams get an opportunity early in the season. It's good to see that that Florida had that. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I said, I think we should be excited to see what we saw. There are some areas of growth, for sure. Um, Anthony came out, came out in the third quarter, started the third quarter, trying to throw another bomb into quadruple coverage that got picked off. And Billy spoke about it in the press conference after the fact, and he goes, look, I love it. I mean, it's good that he went out there out there and did that because it's gonna it, it's a teaching moment. And yep. It's you. You look. You kind of get a little bit too much BDE. Where you're just. Gonna, I mean, when you throw. When I saw him, like, what are you? That's like, you're just trying for too much. And again, I think it's good to kind of get taken back a little bit, even in, even in these games where it's like you can't be that overly confident in it. You got to get knocked down a peg because he hits that throw. Now it's like I'm back on top of the world again. But so I'm a sideline smiling, having a good time, and that was the biggest thing that uh, Danny, uh, his quarterback coach, talked about. Is Danny Thompson was talking about is like he just needs to have fun, right? And he hasn't had fun. And he, he was starting to have fun today. So the whole team had fun, I think. Yeah. Everyone looked good. Again, defensively, that was my biggest concern, and it still is. It still is my concern. Uh, Mizzou, Mizzou kind of moved the ball pretty well against Georgia, and Georgia obviously is a great defensive team. And so that's something that we've got to keep an eye on. But what's exciting is offensively, we're more explosive than I think we've ever had. And if we can move the ball freely. Uh, and he went for it on fourth and down again. And uh, some of the play calling on fourth and two and fourth and one I wasn't impressed with. But again, I think that's more to uh, Kitna and just not make. And those are the small, small things, the small details that people probably probably didn't pay attention to. Where it's like, look, that's on the quarterback, not necessarily the play call. That that was on 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 uh, Etienne, not running north and south. A lot of guys weren't running north and south. They were trying to make a play on fourth and two. This isn't a making play down. This is get get to the, the pylon, right? It's north sure. and south. Catch it, move forward. They're trying to plant and do a little dosey do and break. Look, they break it, great, but it's it's higher risk, higher reward type of situation. This isn't that's not the time and place. Um, so again, I think we have to as as fans, as you know, as watching that, we have to be excited and appreciative of, of where we're at and be excited on the second team and how well how well that second team did. And again, I know it's Eastern Washington. I'm not bragging about that. It's about the growth from player player to player and coach to coach and, and building this this organization. 
and what's to come for the yep. coming years. I think if if you're watching this and watching how much the process is becoming to believe in Billy, it's it's exciting to see. Yeah, that was a huge opportunity, and I think Billy did a great job in the scenario. The other thing to keep in mind is this game was supposed to be played yesterday, obviously. Um, it, it, it can be an easy distraction when you push a game to another day. And look, you, you pushed a game at home back one day. You played it in noon. It was going to be a noon game anyway, but just there was a, just a, a lot of opportunity there for a team to come in unfocused. And, and I think Billy, Billy – kept everybody where they needed to be for you guys um, and just kept their focus high level and so sure. on and so forth. Even, even look, let's be honest. I mean, I didn't see the game, but uh, you know, even, even the crowd could have been a little bit like less. It was pretty, it was pretty packed out. Yeah. It didn't, was they it? didn't. They, yeah. They, it was honestly for a Sunday game at noon against Eastern Washington. After what Florida has been through this past week with the hurricane, I was, I was, uh, thoroughly impressed. It it held. It was more than a Miami game on a Saturday against Virginia Tech. I'm Easily. not even. Well, I mean, I'm not even. On. I'm not Don't even taking a shot. The lowest common denominator here. <laughs> but still, I mean, that That's was like it was. I was. I was. I was really impressed. I was, and look, a lot of Eastern Washington fans were there, which was kind of cool too. But uh, real quick, we got a super chat from Ben Smith. He's very happy about the way we played today. Finally, had some consistency with the offense. Two games in a row. Don't let the Gators off yet, baby. There is. We're gonna go over Wednesday of how can the Gators make the SEC championship. We're going to look, you always got to believe you always got to keep it on the tabs and look FSU is in that same boat right now of how, how do we make the ACC? We were just talking about it, how all the teams that are going to basically win the ACC are all on one side. But, uh, with, with, uh, what's in front Kentucky went down. So now they have one loss. We need Kentucky obviously no. to lose again. Uh, Tennessee needs to lose. We need to be, look, we have to win out. So there's obviously some things that you need to happen. I know I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I think as a fan, you always want the best and you always expect for the best things to happen. And look, it's week to week. That's why you play the games. If you didn't play the games, they would just put whoever they want in. It wouldn't matter. But Mizzou is a prime reason that look Georgia is beatable. Uh, let's actually let's go over to let's go to the dogs first before we go into the AP polls. Are you cool with that, Steve? Let's go. Uh, yeah, already, we'll, we'll talk about Daniel. It. Daniel's here already talking some smack, which I love. Um, so up, look, <laughs> here's here's what I saw. I watched the game because last yesterday was crazy. LSU comes back from seventeen down against Auburn. FSU game was was balls to the wall to the end of the into the wire. Uh, who else played? Oh, the Arkansas game was somewhat hectic, and then it got out of hand pretty quickly. Uh, there was LSU. Was, LSU uh, beat Auburn twenty-one yeah, seventeen. But they were losing seventeen like to zero. Awful, awful team. They 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 looked awful. Right. Everybody they thought did. they were writing off Kelly and like what are you what are you doing with this team? They, they have turned ripped. it around. I am. I'm they, nervous. They're four to one. They're yeah. only losses to FSU. Yeah, and was, look, that was, was a bad loss. The, it, yeah. That you, yeah, you go they back and won that game. I promise you, nine out of ten times LSU wins that, and that's not a that's not a shot, but it's just now what we see now. I think LSU wins that win that wins that game. I mean, outside of a missed botched B, uh, extra point, who knows what would be, what would happen? Well, I mean, it's also a botched toss, you know, in FSU puts that game away. But sure, sure, uh, good point. Good also, point. Mississippi State boat raced, boat, boat raced, raced Texas A and M. Jimbo Jimbo's on the hot seat. I mean, look, it's you, it, for it's, that much money, you have to be right. You got to be on the hot seat if you can't. You can't. You, you can't stay competitive against Mississippi State. I love Mississippi State. I love their coach. Yeah, you're Mike Leach guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I have been the whole time. But I mean, Jimbo, baby, you 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 you're making you're making ten million dollars a year, bro. Uh, you lost to App State, and then you got boat raced against Mississippi State. 
Yeah, it's it was mayhem. But here's what I saw from from Georgia on Saturday. As much as I would love to sit here and roast Georgia, uh, Georgia never panicked. Stetson Bennett never Stetson Bennett never really panicked. Panicked. Uh, it just looked like they were in control, even when they were losing. And that's where, look, you have to realize if you're a, a top dog team like Georgia, a game like this is always going to be in in the looks. Now, Bama had it with Texas. If it happens again, that's where I would be concerned. I wouldn't count the Kent State game as 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 ballsy either. But it's how do you get excited for a Mizzou game? Georgia's here to win championships right now. They're kind of ready to rock and roll. They knew they had control the entire time. Mizzou, Mizzou played too, played too scared. They had an opportunity. Uh, I think it was like fourth and two, and they kicked the field goals. Like you, you, you go for it here. You put you put them to bed. Uh, they just kept kicking field goals, trying to just keep it far enough, and they couldn't get it done. And but sets and Bennett, they were always in control. Um, look, if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm a little frustrated, but I wouldn't be too concerned. Again, as a championship style of team and a number one ranked team, or now a number two. Uh, yep. As much as I would want to roast them and, and talk smack, it's that's part of it. It's hard to get excited for games like this when you are the shiz. And that's, that's to me, is kind of my takeaway from that. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Florida came out flat against uh, USF. And I think they, they get a, a, a punch in the head real fast when they realize, don't, don't dare look ahead to Tennessee. Sure. Don't dare look ahead for, on this game. They, they pulled it out. And I think... I'm just, it looks like Georgia just feels like with some of these. Okay. So here, let's go down the, 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 the schedule for Georgia. I was just pulling 49 that up. to three, 49 to three against Oregon. When they knew they had to come to play, they beat the dog snot out of, out of Oregon. Mm-hmm, Sanford mm-hmm. 33 to nothing. All right. South Carolina conference game, 48 to seven. And it just feels like they got into coast mode, right? Because then it's Kent state. Kent State, 39-22. Missouri, at Missouri. Who wants to go to Missouri? Like, yeah, it's if, just... If, you, if, you've ever, if you've ever said the name of the state to yourself, it sounds like misery. That, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> so nobody ever wants to go to Missouri, uh, 26-22. But then now they have an Auburn game. They have Vandy. They have Florida. Like, I hate to say that I'm giving Georgia a pass, but when the game is, when the game is big... Georgia's big. Yep, I agree. I think that's kind of what we have to recognize here is Florida. As much as we love to sit here and roast them, and I wanted to, I, I had my, I had a thumbnail queued up. If Georgia goes down, I promise you, oh boy, I would have been here. We got a super chat real quick from North Florida White Trash. It says FSU said, "Wake me up when September ends." <laughs> that was pretty good. That's well done. I mean, look, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take four and one. No, I'll it's not bad. One at the end of September. Yeah. And then a super chat from Sean. Five bucks from Sean. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for the love and support today for uh, coming out and hanging Appreciate out with us on this uh, this Sunday afternoon. But yeah, if you're a Georgia fan, I wouldn't be too concerned. Um, it, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, when was the last time Tennessee has won something? It's been a long time. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what the comments are saying. I know you guys are talking about uh, the game. Everyone's saying it's feeling eight and four still. That's kind of the prediction for Florida season. Uh, where are your two losses? Obviously, Georgia would be one, and then maybe like. Look, I think LSU could be more of a loss than a Texas A&M at this point. Um, but look, I think... They look strong, man. Look, Florida has a chance to be, for this this season, still to be exciting. And that's where I think we can't we can't just quit on it just yet. Uh, with Texas A&M, LSU, Georgia, those are going to be hell of a football games. I mean, the rest of the schedule is just is booked with, with ranked teams. And Mizzou now is going to be a great game. So we got Mizzou, LSU, then a bye, then Georgia. And then Texas A&M. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a... The Texas A&M game all of a sudden became very, very winnable. 
even it even did. being at Texas A&M. And I, it became very important of yeah, it became it's become more of a, a staple I think for Billy's first season of like, look, that's the game now you need to go win. LSU and Texas A&M, I think they we've shown that look, I think we can beat those guys. I think we can we can hold on to that. I really do. Um, and I think that's where this this it's about to get it's about to get really exciting. I really I think football. I mean, this was a phenomenal weekend of college football, and it seems like it just I don't know what it is. Football just seems really good right now. I'm I love where we're at with football. It's good to see because week one it felt like it was the Georgia Bama show, and now I feel like we're back to look. Bama looked good as always. Uh, Arkansas disappointed me. I feel like they could have got it done, but they choked. Um, and it is what it is on that. But well, I mean, hey, look just just from the, the the slate of games, we had BYU, Utah State, we had UCLA uh, in Washington, uh, Georgia, obviously Alabama. Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa had a had a had a little bit of a slugfest. Clemson, you know that was uh, Clemson, NC State. Those were two top ten teams. This was one hell of a weekend of hell football. Of week. uh, Ole Miss, Kentucky. I love that Oklahoma Ole Miss took State. down Kentucky. I yeah, love yeah. it. Oklahoma State nine, Baylor sixteen. I mean, there were some really really good games. Oklahoma uh, State got it done. They looked good against yep. Baylor. It was a fun football weekend, like I said, and it's only going to get uh, more exciting. Penn State, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, that's going to be a hell of a, a show coming down to the end. I mean, I think we've got a great year ahead of us, boys and girls. And let's actually, let's do that now. Let's break down the, the yeah. AP poll here. Let's uh, let's go over it. So, Bama jump, jumps Georgia, which I think is so dumb. How do you, how a team pulls out a tough victory because you expect them to blow out Mizzou and uh, Bama rolls Arkansas. And it's not really a roll. They scored those points at the end there. I mean, Bama, Bama was a snap or two away from blowing that game. And they kind of scored late there. That made the score look more of a, a detrimental than what it actually was. But right. yeah, for, that, for you to... Run. Yeah, I think... I mean, obviously, it's it's all... And that's why I hate about the, the the rankings because it's like, how do you how do you move a team when they win? How do you how do you, how do you drop them down? Because it wasn't impressive enough to you because they didn't... Like I said, they didn't steamroll them. I'm impressed with the fact that, look, you're down 16 to 6 and you're able to... Get your head out of your ass and come back at, at, at an away stadium. It's an SEC school. It was like you were playing Sanford, right? Or it was against a, a Eastern Washington, and you kind of felt, you know, that was more of like an embarrassing thing. Like Mizzou is an SEC school. Like they're no joke. And they had a, look, they've had a great, pretty decent year for Mizzou. Um, yeah, Mizzou's kind of an SEC school, though. Let's be honest. I mean, they 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 were adopted from the the Big Twelve. Um, they're just, I don't, I don't even know why of all of it, you know, honestly think just to, just to put it out there, when the SEC decided to expand, they took Mizzou. What is not that a strange addition? If you, if you look at the, the footprint of the SEC, it just took Texas A&M feels too. like a, yeah, well, well, Texas A&M makes sense. You want the Texas, the, the Texas that- footprint in Texas A&M already made a ton well i think it was like they had to add an, they had to add an, another one who do you add right I mean, yeah but kind I mean, of... like mizzou just feels weird i don't know it, it, maybe they, they have that old school like arkansas feel to it you know but it just but mizzou say, saying that mizzou is an sec school to me i don't know I, what i, I, what I mean what i mean by that is it's it's, it's a d1 school i mean like i said it's still yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a respectable school and it's in an, 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 an conference game so it, it, you have to expect it to be a it good matters. game 
it uh, matters. to an, yep. to an, yeah, it matters. It has some, has some, some, some pulse to it. And look, if you're Mizzou, that's the game that you circle. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, this is, we can catch these guys on their, on a, on a, on their heels and maybe it's at home and have an opportunity here. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Right. Like to knock yeah, them back. Yeah. Bama goes into Texas and barely pulls that one out, barely squeaks that with Texas losing their starting quarterback. And look, I think I get it. That was a week ago and it, or two weeks ago, and nothing changed from there. But that game at least should be a factor. It's just look, it doesn't really matter two or one. Who cares? You're just gonna piss Georgia off anyways to come out and steamroll. So now does that spot just is it Bama's forever? Like what happens if Georgia comes out next week and just steamroll Andy? Does that go back to them now because they played a good team? I don't know. But next week's even better. We got Tennessee versus LSU at noon, right? That game's gonna be huge. Oof. When who does Bama is play? That, um, let's find out here. Tennessee LSU, uh, Bama. Yeah, I was going to say Bama and AM at 8 o'clock in Bama. Look, outside of what AM does and what they have been doing, that's going to be a great game. I don't care who you are. That's the time where Jim, Jimbo saves his career at this game. He he signs himself for another year or two, or he loses it here. Uh, Mizzou, Florida, that's at noon, which sucks again. That's a steamy, steamy one. Uh, is it, how, does, is it how does Arkansas go from being 11th to not ranked? Well, I guess they have two losses. After, no, 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 no. They're ranked. No, Arkansas's not ranked anymore. Oh, they're not. I'm like, yeah, they have you're two right. losses. I forgot this. they lost. They forgot they lost. So they're you're playing right. Mississippi State, which is going to be a good game because I don't feel like Arkansas is a bad unranked team. And then Auburn and Georgia. Auburn, Auburn just kind of keeps blowing it, and it, it looks like that uh, Dion might be a heavy hand for that that job. Have you heard that? Have that? Have you heard that Ooh. in the works? I have. I have. Look, I mean, there's a there's a couple of coaches that are are you know five games in that are certainly on the hot seat. Um, Satterfield out in Louisville. Um, obviously, Georgia Tech has uh, uh, their feelers out. But look, if Auburn, if Auburn was to make a change, like Dion's already out there, man. I don't know. I D- Dion will be a D one coach by. Yeah, just if you're, if you're Dion, do you go to Georgia Tech or do you go to Auburn? I don't know, man. The roots of Georgia Tech, uh, the roots of of Dion in Atlanta, in Georgia, yeah, in, in in Atlanta, because he he played, he was a Brave, he was a Falcon, sure. You know, he can recruit the hell out of Georgia. He can recruit the hell out of Florida. Um, I don't it's know. It's inevitable man. That, that, that he's going to leave. Small school. It's yeah. because he's look. Yeah. He he was able to go to a small school, which is smart. Right, he goes to. It's like if you're a kid and you go to a, a local uh, community college for two years to kind of get your feet wet, get things figured out, and then you <laughs> then you move up to a you know a real school, and then you're ready to go. That's what he's doing right now. And look, he's like he's at a point where it's like I've I've done what I could do here. I've pulled in some talent. I'm I'm winning just dominantly. I need I need more of a challenge. Is Georgia Tech the answer? Right? Do you go to Georgia Tech or do you like? Hey, I'm I'm ready for the big like to be an SEC head coach. I mean that dude. You want to talk about big time, prime time? I mean, if, if I mean, he can if he can put Auburn on the map and make him like a Jackson State. Look, you know Travis Hunter. The boys are going to follow him, and he can if he's recruiting at at uh can at a Jackson State. Imagine what he can do at Auburn. I love this. I I would I as as a football fan. I mean, it, I need somebody to get to give Saban um some some sweat and butter, some bread and butter, because he was kind of part <laughs> yeah. of that 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 shit talk too with the whole Jimbo. And kind of getting called out for recruiting guys. So if I would love for him to be involved with that, him going to Georgia Tech, I mean, 
it would be exciting and fun and it'd be good for the ACC, but it feel like you're just going to a school. It's just, it's not that much of an upgrade. And I'm not trying to it's shit a baby, on Georgia. It's a baby step. No, it's, it's a very, a yeah. And it's not, a, it's not, that's not a shot at Georgia Tech. You're going to go to Georgia Tech. You're not, you're never going to lose that job. You can, you get them six, seven wins. You're a, you're a hero, right? So I think uh, him going to Michael Horn, just become a member. Welcome to the family, my man. Thank you Michael, for uh, up, earning your wings. Oh, yeah. So I, I think uh, I, I would love to see uh, old old D to uh, to Auburn. It's it's definitely in the works. It's definitely something that people are talking about. And uh, look, I think Auburn's been playing pretty well, given the fact that their coach has been on the hot seat all year long. I know they they've lost some close games, but what was the expectation for Auburn this year? I mean, you got LSU up against the ropes. You kind of blow it at the end. It's just this this calling for heads. It's 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 getting. It's like a fast. It's so fast. It's so yeah, fast. It's, like, I don't know if it's a trend it's now. It's instant just like you gratification. Wanna, yeah. Like, we can't, like, we you, things take time to develop. Like, nobody's going to come in right away and just make things work. The guys that are great now that have been doing it for a while, uh, the only school that I really seen to do a good job kind of rotate uh, head coaches and not really lose their their pulse is Ohio State. And I've meant, to, I've, I've spoke to that of the fact of, like, how Ohio State, I mean, they are. They're a top recruiting class every year because it's just an incredible campus to play for. It's just, it's Ohio State. It's like Notre Dame. Like you, you it's just yeah. it's it's the brand. It's like USC, right? It's a brand. Now USC has been bad, uh, not lack of talent. Just I think that is just poor coaching. But um, I know it looks like uh, Daniel is using his three month anniversary to to say something. Oh, you just came member. Oh, Daniel Rivera is back becoming a member again. Welcome back to the family. <laughs> back at it again. <laughs> back, back at, at it again. again. But yeah, so it was look. It it was an exciting week of football. I'm excited for for this coming week, and uh, it, there's there's no gimme games this year for Florida. The rest of the year, it's going to be fighting tooth or nail for Florida. FSU too. I mean, it's it, it it's football seasons here now. The the weeks of the 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 basic games are out of the way. Week in and week out, it's going to be a nail biter, and I love it. <clears throat> Yeah, let's let's break down the the top twenty five. They just released it here just a little bit ago. Uh, we won't get we won't dive too much into the details, but uh, let's let's talk about where people where folks are at. So we've got number one Bama, obviously jumped uh, Georgia. Georgia okay. number two, uh, Ohio State and Michigan are number three and number four respectively. That is leading up to a amazing rivalry game that we all love to watch. It's always a noon game. It's the last game of the year for both of these teams. Ohio State always Michigan, snowing. one of my favorite games to to, to watch ever. It's football. Um, it is. It, it, it's what football feels like. Right? Bo, Bo Schimbeckler, you know, you got Woody Hayes, like back in the day, like it just it just felt like hard nose. Like it, it, it's like Keith Jackson. As soon as you hear his name, like it just feels and sounds like football. Um, we got Clemson at number five. I don't hate that. Uh, USC is up to number six. Oklahoma State at seven, uh, Tennessee at eight, which I feel like is modest. It, it well, hey, so remember that? Remember, remember the the guy came in and donated, and he said they were going to jump. I think they moved down. weren't they seven last week? Or I could be wrong. They either didn't move or they moved down. They they may have moved down because I think Oklahoma State jumped them after their win. A good big win, win against last yeah. week. Uh, who they have? Okay, it, it, it was two ranked teams: Oklahoma State and Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. Yeah. Oklahoma, okay, so Oklahoma so State Tennessee's won. eight, then Ole Miss is nine. I if it's me, I would put I, I'd be putting Ole Miss in front of Tennessee, but that's fine. I, you know, at this point, it's 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 child's play. Yeah. Um, we have Penn State. Penn State at ten. 
Utah. Does anybody remember a Utah, Utah game? Utah's just staying right there, boys. I mean, it's crazy. Like, look, they lost. They lost the right time. Nobody's going to remember that loss. They're not. No. Nope. So. No, not at all. They're, they're, they're 11. Oregon has gone through a little bit of a game at themselves with uh, with the BYU game and a Georgia game. Another game that nobody is going to remember because they're playing good football they're, now. Oh, they're ranked let's 11th? Not, let's not lose the fact that they got their doors blown off and they got the, the wings blown off of them. So Bo Nix is back. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're at 12. Kentucky at 13. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That was one heck was of a football a game. game between them and Ole, State, uh, Ole Miss. Um, NC State at 14. Wake Forest at 15. I don't, I don't dislike I think that Wake Forest should be over. I think Wake Forest should be over NC State, but, I mean, we're pulling hairs again. Yeah, at this point. I mean, it, once you're in the top 15, I think it's a little bit of a, uh, of a who's, who's. Yep. Yeah. Uh, BYU 16. They've also played one hell of a schedule. Uh, TCU. Great job, TCU, this week. Uh, UCLA, TCU in Kansas. What's Kansas ranked? Kansas is 19th. They were next on my list. Okay. They play this week. Look, keep, keep in mind, Kansas was a team that not long ago with Mangino, um, went 0 for 15, 0 for 14. And then they took less miles on. And, you know, that was a kind of a hit or miss situation, but look, Kansas, I want to say they're five and oh. But but then they they get, yeah, they Kansas, Kansas, Kansas yeah. undefeated. Yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah, Kansas State, Kansas and Kansas State. My gosh, what that is state's going on? on a roll. That state's hot right they now. They are. It really is. Uh, Washington with uh, with an amazing win uh, this week. Oh no, they, no, they, they lost. They lost to, to they, UCLA. They lost to UCLA. Uh, Syracuse, freaking Syracuse is undefeated undefeated Syracuse they have not played the toughest schedule but let's everybody take a second to step back and think about the fact that Syracuse is undefeated uh, well well done out there and, and we've talked about uh, their coach being on the hot seat um and he has come out and uh and very quickly said that seat is cold uh, we have Mississippi State at 23, Cincinnati at 24. I have no idea what goes that's, on in Cincinnati anymore. That's, I only that's cared a, when they were in the top five. Yeah. yeah, that's just a gimme. And then LSU, the team that everybody wrote off after week one, the team that everybody said, this is a disaster. Their, their players are leaving. The coach has no idea what he's doing. LSU is at 25. I so. love it. I think it's one of the most exciting top 25s we've had in a long time. And Buddy just said college game days, they're going to they're going to Kansas this week. And it's the first time since 2009 that they've had a winning record. I think it's exciting for football. I think TCU is going to say. roll Kansas. I'm pretty sure I picked TCU or Oklahoma, by the way. Oklahoma is always a are they or were they in the top? They're gone. They're done though. Oh yeah. Oh you was out. Um, I've got you said UCLA. I got UCLA. They're 18th, right? You said them. I think I talked over you when you said that. Um. Yes, UCLA is that USC and 18, UCLA 18. game is going to be uh, a spicy oh, one boy. now too. That one's got some flavor to it now. That's uh, one of my favorite games, also because it's it's the, both teams wear their colors. Like no team goes in wearing white. You know, there's always that that road white. You know that you wear. Neither team it, they wear their it they wear their blue they and they wear their. They're red. They're, they're, yeah, they, but, but they did that because a long, a long time ago in black and white TV. Um, it, it made it easy for one oh, team true. to wear white. You know what I team. noticed? I noticed this yesterday. So Arkansas and Bama, basically the same color scheme. 
Like it's it's awful yeah. to watch, right? Arizona State, yeah. yeah. Arizona State, USC, same color scheme. Why do we? Why are we? Why, look, guys, like let's 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 work this out here. <laughs> like, what what are we doing? I get the colors kind of fit that type of like that area, but I'm like, why do we have two schools that look exactly like playing each other when we could just swap them? You know what I mean? Like, obviously it wouldn't work now, but I'm watching this. I'm like, this is this is impossible to watch. I hate this. It's well, FSU just, Boston College. That's yes. I hate that game Ugh. every year. It's like, what what are we doing here? Brutal. It's brutal. It's difficult. It's difficult. That's uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, FSU wore all garnet against Boston College. They try to do. They try to do. Yeah, you got to spice it up. So, you have to. Yeah. Well, you, because it's, they're almost identical, almost identical. But th- hey, look, this is um, this is one of the most well balanced, exciting top twenty fives I've seen in a while. No team, honestly, to me right now is is number one i've got right now i've got four number one teams maybe five if you want to sprinkle clemson in there i got a, a, a no a clemson one is not a. in that argument i would put oklahoma state over that but a bit but, but bama georgia ohio state and michigan all of them i would give i'll give a one so like, let's do let's okay so you're so if you're doing a tier so tier one you're putting those four in the tier one yes oh, i put, sure. my, in my tier one i've got uh ohio state bama and georgia that's it not Michigan. No, they're my tier two. Not Michigan bought in. Beat Ohio State last year. Yeah, I know, but I'm not bought in. Tier tier okay. two. I've got Michigan, Oklahoma State. Isn't that there? I'm kind of. That's more of like a a, a a love pick. Um, what's hold on? What else? What are the rankings? Who's who's sixth? So we have Clemson. Who's, so okay, so we have the top four. We have Clemson at five, USC at six, Oklahoma State at seven, and Tennessee at eight. Just to kind of group things. Yeah, together. see, so tier two, man, tier two, three kind of starts getting down because I don't even put USC in the tier two. I know they're up there, but USC did, has, I mean, they've kind of disappointed me the last few weeks. I put USC in tier three. Honestly, I got Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Oklahoma State and Michigan in tier two. Could be a little bit of a stretch, but those to me are, and I'll put Clemson in there. I cannot not put Clemson in tier two. So I'll put Clemson in there. Then you got tier three would be like your Kentuckys, USC's. Uh, the Utah, Penn Utah State? could even be an argument for a tier two. What? I, what about Penn State? I mean, Penn State's tenth. a tier three. Penn State's tier three. They haven't uh, impressed me enough to be into tier to tier two yet. Okay. Let's ask. We'll, we'll ask the cast here, guys. So give give us four teams right now that are what you would consider tier one. Don't look at the Not four the teams. Rankings. Just say who you. I mean, so yeah, oh who, you. You, but I mean, what if you don't have enough? You don't know I mean like uh, Scott just said tier one, Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State. That 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 works. That yeah. Works. So who do you think is in tier? Who's your tier one and tier two? It doesn't have to be a number because I don't, if you only have one, I mean, look, you could put just Bama and Georgia in a tier one. Uh, yeah, right. I don't. Clemson's not a tier one. I think Wake Forest. I, is a I, tier, I agree. Tier three. I think Wake I, Forest I, is underrated. NC State's tier four, right? Like there's the rankings to me are a little bit off on on the tiers on how I think a, a team is actually playing. So. Um, let's so see what, what, about, what about Oregon? Like, I mean, so that's a team that's played a difficult schedule. Yeah, they've won some games. They've lost badly in some games. Are are, are they? I, I know they're not going to be in your tier one. Are they tier two? Three? They're three. They're, they? they're they're Maybe they're they're a high high four low three, high four low okay. three. Yeah, I think that 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 should be something we we do um, weekly on Wednesday. Yeah, let, let me. We'll, so we'll we put a chart together. Poll. Yeah, we'll 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 put it out there. We'll let the cast tell us who they think should be 
one, two, three. But then instead of just doing one, two, three, four, five, I think that's that's arbitrary, and we already have that. Maybe we just do tier one, tier two, tier like three, that. and tier four. Maybe even tier five, and we can take the top twenty-five, and then we have at least you know it, f- five segments for for twenty-five teams. I think that the the balance goes well. I like it. Uh, Muddy says tier one is Georgia, Bama, OSU, and Kansas. Sure. Oh look, TCU and Kansas. I mean, they're not look. They they they're gonna sleep. That tier three is gonna be thick. There's a lot of tier three teams out there that are probably lower ranked than maybe like uh like Kentucky. Kentucky's definitely tier tier three. Um, Oregon's close. Oregon's tier three in my opinion as well too. Penn State. Penn State's a tier three, and I know they're undefeated. That tier three yep. gets kind of can it kind of gets definitely, kind of washed. Yeah, it gets dicey, right? Yeah. T T just says Michigan, Ohio, Bama. Doesn't have Georgia in there. And then Georgia, probably, I'm assuming he's thinking tier one. Um, so we'll see. Um, Weapon X is I'm behind the stream. I went back to the beginning, so obviously they're not going to have an opinion on that. But yeah, we'll, we'll have that prepared for for Wednesday. Obviously, we'll have the for Mizzou versus, yeah. versus Florida game, which is going to be another noon game. I feel like we're on two 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 extreme spectrums here. We go two back to all three 7 o'clock games to a 3.30 game, the sweet spot, to, to, noon, to two noon games. Like This is, this is exhausting. As a Florida fan, like it's just TJ Lift, who uh, who kind of roasted roasted the chat uh, about a week or so ago. Has Tennessee in tier two? He has tier, yeah, Tennessee tier two. We we appreciate the honesty, man. Like that's that's kind of what we want here. Like we could all we could all like just put our team in whatever tier. I think after let's let's just be honest here. Yeah, Tennessee. Look, you have to put Tennessee in tier two right now. They're a low tier two to me, a high tier three. The LSU game will will solidify the tier two, in my opinion. It really will. They yep. they come out and roll like they should, like they're expected to. Uh, I think Tennessee will roll, and especially they had a bye week this week. It, that's going to be huge for them to have a bye week. They had oh, two weeks to rest up. Penn State's yep. a low tier two. Yeah, Penn State's weird for me. I agree. It, they're they're on the cusp. Honestly, if we create the little chart. I would have put them in the middle line, right? Like I, I would put them on the line. We'll put that together. I think that'll be fun. That'll be a, a good little post. I'll work on it uh, yep. later this evening. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for stopping by today um, it's on the Sunday show. Great. great it was weird having florida on, on, on sunday but i kind of enjoyed it i was able just to really focus on that especially with how great of a weekend this was for for college football i didn't have to worry about watching florida i got no, to watch every no, other no, else. no other games right no other games it's beautiful when you have that fsu was the the only game on on friday against louisville it was amazing to just not even have to even think about changing the channel during commercials that that, that had to be fun it, yeah, it, it was. It was good. I mean, obviously, it got in the way of NFL, but I was like, I don't really care. I just I, I prefer this anyways. Um, my fantasy football team sucks, as usual. I hate fantasy football in the NFL anyway, so <laughs> suck it. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, be here on Wednesday where we go live every Wednesday at 835. Uh, keep your eyes peeled, too. We're going to be dropping the video with us and Clifford Taylor, the golfing video. We would have been out sooner, but my dumbass so deleted it. Yeah, I deleted, I deleted it, so I had, to, I had to restart. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you guys for stopping by. Make sure you guys drop a like if you guys are here right now and subscribe. Thank you to those who became a member and donated today. Much appreciated, as always. If you guys want some high-top merch, check the link in the description. But until then, I am Sheldon. And I'm Holly. Boogity, boogity, boys. See you guys. Never, never.